Amy, on this podcast, we try to always offer useful takeaways. And if you learn nothing else from us, learn this useful parenting lesson by Pampers Cruisers 360. Pampers Cruisers 360 are the ultimate parent hack, the best diaper to use as soon as your baby starts standing or walking. Instead of ordinary diaper tabs, they have a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband that moves with your wild child. Pampers Cruisers 360 makes it so easy to change your baby. Who probably doesn't stop moving just because they need a diaper changed? Just slide on to apply and away they go. And fear not, parents. Pampers Cruisers 360 offers an up to 100% leak-free fit, and they just got even better with a new blowout barrier. Need we say more? For Trusted Protection Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupons, savings, and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. Hello and welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from our email inbox from Patty, who says, can we talk about after school routines? When my mom was a child, she and her siblings had afternoon tea and cake with their mom every day after school. How delightful. When my kids get home in the afternoon, it's like a bunch of wild animals just escaped from the zoo. I can't commit to a routine. Play outside first, have screen time to unwind. How can I make this time of day less hellish and more peaceful for everyone? I like this question. I struggle with this myself. I work during the day and I often find my kids get picked up around 2.30 and I often find that I'm struggling to get work done right until, you know, 2.15, 2.20 when I have to leave to go pick them up. And then they come home and, you know, I kind of wish I was the mom that had like the delightful tray of snacks with a chalkboard announcing our menu and was kind of ready to embrace them. But I'm kind of getting out of my own work mode and trying to transfer. And often I feel this same amount of chaos. I think there are a couple of things that can help. And I'm going to point you to an article from romper.com by Ashley Jones that is called How to Build an After School Routine that Works for Your Family. I think there's a lot of good suggestions. The number one suggestion, and I have to say it is a failing of mine as a parent, is I do think that starting with food is a great idea. I now have middle school boys, and let me tell you, if I don't feed them within the first 45 minutes of them coming home, it's a mess. That being said, I miss it one or two days a week, and I know I need to do it, and I know I should have the food prepared by the time they get home, but with my schedule, it's just a difficult time of day for me. So I have given up on the idea that I am going to be the like fruit platter and homemade muffins and chalkboard parent. And I have started buying things like individual pizzas and really easy go-to snack foods. I have a kid who likes a Hawaiian roll with peanut butter. I try to put a little fruit in their path. It's not a strong suit of mine, but it is something that I am trying to work on. In the Romper article, they cite child psychologist Maureen Healy, who says, 
Boys and girls need time to decompress after school, which may look different for every child. The goal is to build that downtime into the day so your son or daughter can rest, relax, and recharge after a full day of school. And that's how we roll at my house. So kids come home. I make them a snack as often as I can remember to, which I really now try to do every day because I realize what a problem it is when I don't. But then my kids do have an hour of screen time from 3.30 to 4.30, Before that, though, we have a slight routine where backpacks go on hooks. We try to set ourselves up for the rest of the day so that we don't, at homework time, I left my backpack in the car. Actually, I left it at school. We need to go back, whatever it is. We try to come in, put our things basically away, have a snack, and then they have an hour where it is kids' choice. So it doesn't have to be screens, but they often do choose to do screens during that time. Then it is time to confront the joy that is homework. So 4.30. Sometimes if it's nice outside or there's snow and they want to go out and play, 4.30 to 5 is playtime. 5 to 6 is homework time. 6 o'clock, 6.30-ish is dinner. And then after dinner, we finish homework. We try to do a little bit of reading and then they have a little bit more screen time usually before bed. That's the schedule that works for us. I am firmly team. If it's not working, try to fix it. So I think if this is a really difficult time for you and you love that idea of your mom having tea at the end of the day, it might be worth committing to that for a month and seeing how it goes. To say, for me, it would be two o'clock. I'm going to stop work a half an hour earlier. I'm going to go into the kitchen and lay out some snacks. And then when the kids come home, we're going to sit in the kitchen together talk a little bit about their day, and have a snack together before they go into their downtime, whatever else it is. Or as soon as the kids come home, I'm going to put up a checklist. Everything needs to go away. Then we go to snack. You can make up whatever structure you want, but I do think it takes, as Amy says, a little marketing and a little enforcement to say, hey, after schools have been you know, a little chaotic for us, we're going to start a new system. We're going to come home. We're going to check out our checklist. We're going to put everything away so that we don't have to worry about it. Then we're going to have a little snack as a family. And then you guys can have an hour of downtime. And that as you structure it, the kids will get used to it and fall into that new experience. If you have a kid, which I know I do, who is socially done by the end of the day, I know for him, he wants to have his snack by himself and then he wants an hour of quiet, which usually looks like screens for him. You can make adaptations for what work for your kids. But as I often think, I do think that after school chaos is worth leaning into trying a couple of new systems and seeing what works for you. But you can kind of lead the charge by saying, hey, new policy, this is what we're doing. And then if your kids have suggestions, hey, this is what I'd like for a snack. Hey, do you want to come and do this outdoor activity with me? Whatever it is, make adjustments. Just start simple and go back to one on how your afternoons are looking. Patty, I hope that helps. If you have a question for myself or Amy, you can send them to questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com or you can ask them on our Facebook page or our Facebook group at What Fresh Hellcast on Facebook. Thanks for listening. Margaret, it's an exciting news day. An exciting news day indeed, Amy. A few years ago, we launched our first spinoff podcast, Toddler Purgatory, hosted by the hilarious Blair Brooks and Molly Lloyd. And guess what? Now Blair and Molly are back 
with their all-new podcast, Unsticking It. You know Blair and Molly as two busy moms and actors, and somewhere between potty training and the pandemic, they both felt like they lost their creative kaboom. In their new podcast, Unsticking It, they are going to talk about how all of us can get back to what lights us up after motherhood. Amy, I need this. Me too. And Blair and Molly will be talking to fellow imaginative minds. We're talking actors, artists, and creators of all kinds about how we can all unstick ourselves from whatever muck we're stuck in. Follow, subscribe, and listen to Unsticking It wherever you get your podcasts. That's Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life stucks. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talked to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross-type paint-on-paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking It.